It's the Jeremiah Show. Take the baseline out. Uh huh. Welcome to the show. We got a full studio here today. I like this. I don't think we've had a full studio since before COVID. This is nice to have some company here. Uh, Let me introduce my very special guest today. They are from the Santa Barbara Middle School here in Santa Barbara. Uh, my niece, actually, a little funny story here. My niece went to Santa Barbara Middle School a few years ago. Ella Higgins. Ella Higgins. Ella Higgins. Did you Did you know her? Well, I, I did, and I taught her, and she happens to be really good friends with my son, who also went to middle school. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, Shout out to Ella and uh, AJ right there. And yeah, and Ella loved that school. I mean, you guys do so much great things there, not only in the community like we're going to talk about today, but you, all these bike trips and, you know, just... Like, I've got three of uh, the Santa Barbara Middle School's students here today. Also, Ara, Mateo, and Adam. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Good to have you here. You guys are all part of the program Career Studies Week. It's back for the first time since the pandemic, and local businesses and nonprofits from all over Santa Barbara uh, joined in to support the city's future leaders. Do you know that they're, they're calling you future leaders of the city? <laughs> That's a good title. Uh, Acme Hospitality, your good friends at Acme, partnered with the Santa Barbara Middle School for 8th grade Career Studies Week. And again, in studio here, I've got three of uh, Santa Barbara, the city's next leaders. <laughs> In the hot seat today, uh, we also have Marco Andrade. He's a Spanish instructor, music song fest. I want to know what that is. And a trip staff up at the Santa Barbara Middle School. And Darren Bruce, communications director and the development team. Let me start with you, uh, Darren, if I could, because sure. you're new to Santa Barbara from South Africa. Well, you, you, South Africa originally, right? Correct. South Africa originally. Um you came to Santa Barbara in 2022 when your family decided to relocate from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I can't ever read that Allentown without <laughs> hearing the song Seriously, by Bruce Springsteen, song, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, that was the first thing I Googled when we moved to yeah. Pennsylvania was that song. Yeah. You didn't say, I want to move somewhere where was, Bruce Springsteen wrote a song? Right. Well, it was not really a song that endears you to, no, it to Allentown right? either. No. Um, but no, yes, we, 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 do, we came from Allentown. We, before that, we were expats as a family. We've been overseas for, for many, many, many years. You're born and raised in South Africa. Born and raised in South Africa. I uh, left when I was around 28 years old um, and haven't lived there since, but still my heart is... South African. Yeah. yeah. Do you go home often? As often as I can. I, uh, through the pandemic, it was tough to, to get home. To travel. Although yeah. I, I did spend some time there in the last year or so. It's tough to travel now at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think his accent is cool as I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you completed your master's degree in integrated strategic marketing through London Metropolitan University way back in 2014. And we're recently the director of marketing and communications for, help me pronounce this, is it Monte Chiara? Monte Chiara International School, yeah. And Malaysia. Yep. Wow, what what an interesting life. Tell us a little bit about your journey to Santa Barbara, to the United States, well, from Allentown to Santa Barbara. Um, 
Well, uh, my um, it was it was very driven by my wife, um, who yeah, doesn't like the snow very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so Allentown, we we spent one winter in Allentown, and she was this is enough, and um, she managed to get a position out here at another school, and we. Um, we decided to make the move. Uh, we got persuaded. We visited uh, Santa Barbara. It was a beautiful place, and we couldn't say no. Um, and I, I happened to stumble across the job at, at uh, Santa Barbara Middle School, which was very fortuitous at the time, and the timing was just correct. And it worked out that I got I got the position. Um, just it's very fortunate. We're very lucky um, to uh, to to be in that position, and, and we're very lucky to be in Santa Barbara. And your son, I know Dylan, is a big Lakers fan. So are you getting him to enough games? or uh, we they, Do they pay you enough at Santa Barbara <laughs> Middle School to take him to a Lakers well, game? <laughs> Those hey, seats I'll, are I'll, uh, crazy. I'll, I'll not answer that one. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we haven't been to a game yet, but we are going to one over the winter break now. Um, life has been a little hectic since we moved here four and a half months ago. Um, so we haven't managed to, to get down to L.A. for a game, but we do plan on going to at least one, maybe two, over the winter break. Yeah, great. Um, Have any of you been to a Laker game? No. Oh, no? Yeah. No? Nobody in Not this Not Lakers room? fans. Oh, well, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we that's go. enough. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> um, whether or not you're a fan of the Lakers or not, I'm a Clippers fan, so whenever, but a Lakers game, there's nothing like a Lakers game in that stadium. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like a show. It's just, it really is a show um, from the beginning to the end. So it's it's a good experience, at least to experience. He's mad. He, you hate the Lakers, <laughs> don't you, Adam? Uh, well, tell me about the, the Career Studies Week program, Darren. Well, I mean, I've only been here for what, four and a half weeks, uh, four and a half months, um, and so I'm just getting to grips with the Career Studies Week myself. Um, so please correct me if I yeah jump in, Mark. I'm going to introduce you here sure. in a second. That is no, actually this correct. is part of his onboarding. Actually, <laughs> yeah, training gets, on yeah, on air. Yeah, yeah, to see if he gets it right. <laughs> no pressure. But, no pressure, Darren. <laughs> so from my uh, one term experience um, of this so far, I mean it's an awesome kind of scaffolded program, um, starting in sixth grade and going all the way to ninth. Um, and every year has something unique and different um, added to it. Um, obviously. These guys have gone, have have not been fortunate enough to get the entire picture of it because of of COVID in the last couple of years. Um, but generally, uh, sixth graders through and then culminating in eighth grade, um, they do they start their career studies week. Sorry, in that year, um, actually in businesses and working and getting to know um, what real life is like mm-hmm. out there, rather than. Uh, just lip, paying lip service to it in, in classrooms. Um, and then moving on from that into ninth grade, they actually go into more of a service uh, side of things and they, they volunteer at um, nonprofits throughout. They actually find their own volunteer organizations throughout Santa Barbara and um, they start their community service hours, their, their high school community service hours, and uh, that ends, they, they'll leave ninth grade with I think somewhere between 50 and 60 community service hours which is what they need to graduate high school mm-hmm. um, I love this cool. idea this yeah. program because I felt like in high school I and middle school uh, I really didn't learn much that I can remember mm-hmm. that I took with me except for the social side yeah. and um, I think it's so great to come out with a skill set mm-hmm. or at least a taste of what mm-hmm. The world's going to be like right. Mm-hmm. Well, Marco is uh, is living proof that um, 
the Korea Studies Week works. And he, he, uh, he worked at a restaurant, right? Is that Marco? Well, actually... Uh, or something along those lines. Yeah, I went, I went to Santa Barbara Middle School uh, all the way back in 1981 and 82 and 83. And, uh, you know, the program was actually started because we, our campus was at... Uh, the old the Unitarian Church on Santa Barbara Street, right here on Santa Barbara Street, and we wanted to have um, you know conferences. And it turns out that that week, Star King, who we also shared the property with, they're a co-op preschool there. They were having their uh, annual um, uh, rummage sale that week, and they actually needed the San Barbara Middle School, which is only sixty-two students at that time, mm. to vacate the premises oh, wow. for a week. And so we had to scramble to find something to do. And so, in essence, the the idea of getting them out in the community and having them actually get into jobs was born there, and it's grown up since there. I went to work at the Santa Barbara Tennis Club, and um, I showed up there, and the first thing they had me doing was washing courts up and down, you know, 12 courts. Uh, the great coach Larry that was there um, just gave me the hose and said, you know, I really want you to make sure these courts look good. I didn't like that. I found that <laughs> out. I was able to take that with me. You know, cleaning courts was not for me. But at lunchtime, I got to go in and work in the snack bar with Ian. Um, and um, that was fun. It was um, vibrant. It was dynamic. There was a lot going on. Members were kind of ordering hot dogs and this and that and the other. And to my, you know, seventh grade brain, that was like, oh, I like this. This is fun. That led to a lot of restaurant work through high school and college, you know, always having a, you know, a little what bit. What were of, some of the restaurants that you worked at? Uh, mainly, I worked at DJ's. Shout out to DJ's, early Galita days out there, Swenson's Hamburgers. And then um, the Country Meat Market is where I spent um, many, many years and on and off summers doing a lot of catering uh, with them. Which actually led me to a job at Santa Barbara Middle School because at the time they were looking for somebody to run their lunch program, and mm -hmm. you know I've been there ever since. So you know it. I'm I'm I have a direct connection to this program, and now I'm fortunate enough to kind of turn these new students on to you know what it is going on. And I kind of foisted upon you guys, right? It was like I showed up one day. They were used to having me as a Spanish teacher last year, and then they all of a sudden had me come in and say, "Guess what, you guys? You're going to go have a job for a week." <laughs> it was kind of like that, right? It was a little fast. I think it's pretty cool. I'd yeah, I, have any of fun. you been working before, Adam? Mm -hmm. Had you worked before this? Not at a real job, no. No, just for like what, mowing lawns or yeah, doing stuff like that. Like that. Handy. Mm -hmm. How about you, Ara? I hadn't. I'd done, you know, little working things like babysitting, um, but not anything actually significant. Real, like Acme Hospitality. Those are really great. You were at Lucky yeah. Penny, right, Ara? Yes. Yeah. Those are great businesses. How about you, Mateo? No, not Nothing? really either, but my aunt owned a business called... Um, pets pal, and I would often go and help her walk dogs. Yeah, yeah. So those are jobs. Those are all jobs, but nothing like a brick and mortar business. That mm. this is a first opportunity. Um, Marco, I my first job was well, not my yeah, maybe one of my first jobs in junior high was cleaning out goat pens. Mm. Have you guys ever smelled a goat pen? Mm. Oh, I will trade you Santa Barbara yeah. Tennis Club <laughs> yeah. anytime. Fair. Uh, fair. Yeah, that was a horrible fair. job up in yeah. Idaho. Yeah. Um, my first, well, junior high for me, I moved. I went to 11 schools in 12 years, so we moved quite a bit. But uh, junior high, I went to Lacumbra Junior mm -hmm. High. And I remember walking in the halls. I didn't know anybody. I came, I don't, I, I don't know what state we came from, maybe Alaska And uh, at that time. And I was so nervous. I, the halls are big, you know, it's like brand new. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, elementary school, right? I mean, it's lockers and it's 
quarters and bells ringing and new people. And Marco, I know that you were nervous when you entered seventh grade. Uh, you've said, mm-hmm. you said, little did I know that ahead of me would be a lifetime of new adventures, friends, and community mm-hmm. at the Santa Barbara Middle School. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Santa Barbara Middle School is so well known as just a really good school. Do you guys feel that way being students there? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've interviewed so many chefs and people that have come back that have really made it big. And they went to Santa Barbara Middle School, and they just they just go on and on about it. Mm-hmm. And what, Adam, what are some of the things that you've learned there that you just that you think you'll take with you? I know well, it's hard to reflect at the moment, yeah. but if you if you've gone home and said, you know, that was pretty cool today. Mm-hmm. Well, we take life skills at our school, and it's not just about puberty things like that. We actually get to learn about real things that we'll get to use out in the world. Mm -hmm. I've really learned a lot of social aspects in that class, which have really helped me outside of school. Like what? Um, How to deal with friendships and relationships that in ways that maybe you wouldn't have learned anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like they they dive really deeper into those kinds of things. Um, So you get to learn more important and not just random things about the the topics yeah it's their life skills all the way around mm-hmm. right and sometimes we don't know how to deal with social interactions or new friends and so that I know that Ella my, my niece who went there has said that that she really learned development of her personality and how to interact and how to deal with different situations socially with people so I've heard that before that's good mm-hmm. how about you um, I think Ara. you know Santa Barbara Middle School's sense of community is just far superior um, to (laughs) most other schools just because you I mean I have a lot of family members that have gone there and still have friends um, that are their best friends Mm -hmm. from you know 30 years ago and so I think just the friends you make in the community around you learn so much just from all the people around you Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point Taya Uh, what do you what will you take with you I can, yeah, like what R was saying, how it's like a small community. I like um, really getting to know the teachers and like, like asking them for help. I feel comfortable and like in a, a big school, like it'd kind of be hard to like go to their office hours or like try to make time to go see them with all the kids they have. That what you just said is something I've never said. <laughs> I wanted to get to know my teachers. I, it, you're right. It's like. 30, 40 kids in a classroom, right? And you're like, you're just a number, really, and then you're going to the next one and the next one. And I'm not putting down teachers at all. that The schools are overcrowded. But I think that the advantage you have, and, the, and then actually you, you have a desire to meet and talk to the teachers and get asked for help. I think that's, a, um, that's really important. I think that's one of the coolest things that I noticed when I moved over to Santa Barbara Middle School and in comparison to other schools that we've been at is that the students are really treated like adults. Yeah. And so even down to the fact that the students call all, every, all the teachers by their first names. I mean, most students don't even know what our last names are. <laughs> well, what you're saying translated, the students are, ta- are treated as adults. It's a, a respect for each one yeah. of you, right? Yeah. A, a respect. I think it's respect. super cool. It's, it's, it's very it's cool. A, it's a great environment to be in, even as an adult, as a teacher or as a communications person coming in is your model for the school do, do, do people um uh, other schools reach out and hear about you and ask about the model is it a shared model is it is it borrowed from from other schools i mean how does it 
it would seem that this would be a model that other schools would want, want to be involved in uh, because it works. Well, I, uh, I appreciate the question. I just want to say that, you know, all the schools in Santa Barbara and the teachers and the communities here are working really hard at the same thing that, that, that we're working at. Um, I agree. I think that we... Take nothing away from anyone. No, no, not to take anything away. I think we're all in those trenches. And I think what um, what separates us is a couple of different things. Number one, we're the only standalone middle school uh, here in town. That's all we want to focus on and specialize in is, uh, is this age group. We mm -hmm. believe that this is a really fertile time. This is a time where they're so open to ideas, um, so much growth and transitional growth is happening, you know, emotionally and socially and physically and all those types of different things. So the program is designed to, to capitalize on on all of that uh, growth, you know, and we have, um, you know, a trip program that um, is second to none uh, here in, in the United States of America for this age group. Um, and and that's largely because we started really humbly and we went for it uh, and we're kind of grandfathered in. You know, it'd be hard mm -hmm. to it'd be hard to start some of the programs that we have nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm gonna go and take some kids and, you know, bike across, you know, from the Grand Canyon to Sedona, which we do regularly, like you know, like it's nobody's but, you know, like it's no big deal, you know, um, because we've been doing it for so long. Um, as far as a community of teachers and making sure that we stay connected to the other schools and the models and the sharing of, of, of how to, you know, improve on best practices, we try and do that at lots of different levels. Mm -hmm. um, and there has been quite a few, you know, suggestions like, when are you going to start a high school over the course of 40 years? Um, hasn't happened yet. But that idea is is out there, and um, there are people that think about it a lot and, and wonder about it, um, or even starting another middle school, say, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know? So you never know. Um, we who's going to start the school? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> who's, going, who's volunteering? I think that that's where it is at. I think it, you, you talked about future leaders. You know, we hope then that um, the, the growth and the future of the school uh, will always rest in our students and our alums and our community as they as they grow up uh how how does it first of all how does it make you feel to hear three future city leaders or world leaders here uh, which i have no doubt uh that you, that you will become mm -hmm. um how does it make you hear feel to hear their experience and how they look at the school mm. i mean darren you as a new uh, you know, the communications director to the school, fairly new to the school. You said four months, I think. And um, and Marco, you've 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 been. You were a student. And now you're back. How does it make you feel to hear this? I, I mean, I I love it. I think it's. Um we use this word a lot, it's transformative, but it's not just transformative for these guys. It's also transformative for us. Mm -hmm. um, I spent my I did my first trip uh, a couple of months back. Um, with these, I, I, so I got to experience my first trip with a lot of kids that are doing their first trip as well, and um, it really is a transformative experience. And I and I and I get where they're coming from in terms of how it it really shows you what real life is like and how to overcome struggles and things like that. So I'm I'm going through it with them at the mm -hmm. moment. Um, mm -hmm. In a few years' time, I'll be in a different place, but just being new and and um, uh, experiencing all that with them, it 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 really it humbles me to to see that happening 
and all, and hear what's coming out of them, not right. just these three, but all the all the other students that yeah. I've had the privilege of of working with over the last mm -hmm. few months. Yeah. Are there big differences from from when you grew up in South Africa? Is there a, is there middle school? Is that a term or is um, that a, a, a there group is or now? Age? I believe it, it it wasn't back when I was there. You you had elementary and then high. You kind of went from one to okay. the other. Um, but we had those years. Um, but it's a huge difference. I, I was not nearly as <laughs> developed or, or uh, like mentally ready as, as these guys are, uh, mm -hmm. as these, these students are to, to move into the real world. We never had these experiences. I've, my life revolved around playing rugby and playing rugby. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that was it. It was, it, that was my life. I, I, didn't, I didn't get these experiences that they're having and I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's phenomenal that mm -hmm. they, they get to experience this, they get to have these these job opportunities and all these other than these trips and things that we I just never had as a as a kid growing mm -hmm. up. I think it's fair to say, just if I could throw it in there, because you know you threw a random question at these three, and I truly believe that we you know we happen to be here with these three right now, but um, you know most of our kids could be sitting in this seat and speak you know their own truth about you know yeah. about your question. And I actually was sitting here listening to you guys talk, kind of going, yeah. That's so awesome. They're just so, they, they have ownership of, of what it is they're doing, uh, and they also can articulate it. And um, I just think that that's wonderful, you know. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Because uh, most of the times when I talk to even my niece, she doesn't say anything to me. So <laughs> you guys are giving me some good, honest answers. I love it. Um, this is really great. So Career Studies Week is back for the first time at the Santa Barbara Middle School since the pandemic and local businesses and nonprofits from all over Santa Barbara joined together to support the city's future leaders here. Um, Those were my words, by the way. <laughs> Did you write that? I love it. <laughs> and Acme Hospitality, they are all, all, everybody at Acme, all these restaurants are great friends of ours. I'm not sure, I forget who worked, I can find out real fast, who worked at, I think it was you, Adam. Did you work over at, yeah, La Paloma? Mm -hmm. Chef Jeremy's a friend of mine and, oh. and uh, owner uh, of all of Acme, uh, Sherry Villanueva. And we actually did shows on each one of those restaurants um, for our fall restaurant series last year. So we're really familiar with them. I just love what Acme's doing and how involved in the community they are. Uh, Lucky Penny, Helena Avenue Bakery, La Paloma Cafe. We're in partnership with Santa Barbara Middle School. And um, through the middle, Santa Barbara Middle School's Career Week. Career Studies Week. A special uh, shout out to Sherry Villanueva, who her kids, uh, you know, went to middle school. Hi, Sherry. And um, I remember when she started up with Acme and started down in the funk zone and real pivotal in changing that place. So they've been partnering with us, with us at Career Studies for a long time. Great yeah. to be back there. Yeah, they're great. And Sherry's great. Yeah. I mean, I... I could go on and on about Sherry and what the things that she does. I don't know how she does it all, but mm -hmm. she's got a really great team, and, and you guys were a part of that. So when we come back, we're going to get to know you a lot more, and I want to learn what see what you learned, mm -hmm. and you guys tell me all about yourself. So who, I, I've got in studio. Let me, let me um, introduce everybody one more time. I've got Marco Andrade. He's a Spanish instructor, music, song fest, and trip staff, and also... Um, Darren Bruce, communications director in the development team from the Santa Barbara Middle School, and Ara. She worked at Lucky Penny. Mateo, he was at Helena Avenue Bakery. And Adam was at La Paloma. We'll be right back after this quick break, and we're going to get to know 
the future leaders of Santa Barbara and the uh, and the world. <laughs> For further information on Acme Hospitality, please visit acmehospitality.com. There you can find all their social media handles. You can follow them on Instagram uh, at Lucky Penny SB, at Helena Avenue Bakery, and at La Paloma SB. And for further information on the Santa Barbara Middle School, please visit sbms.org. We'll be right back. We're an independent day school for grades 6 through 9. For more than 40 years, since our founding in 1976, we've been setting the pace with an advanced academic curriculum. We specialize in this age group as the transition to adolescence is when the foundation is solidified for our child's self-esteem, self-confidence, and sense of personal responsibility. You can find out more on our website, sbms.org. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel, I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We are talking with, we've got a great, great special uh, group of special guests in studio. From the Santa Barbara Middle School, we have Marco Andrade, Spanish instructor, music song fest. you got to tell me what song fest is before we leave, and trip staff. Uh, we also have Darren Bruce. He is communication director and the development team at the Santa Barbara Middle School. But now... We're going to turn it over to Ara, who was a part of Acme Hospitality um, sponsored, I guess I should say, Career Studies Week. And Career Studies Week is a program, basically, that where, where the eighth grade students, such as yourselves, go to these businesses and actually work in positions. So, Ara, let's start with you. You were at Lucky Penny. Was. What position were you hired as? Um, They kind of starting off just hire you as whatever you can help with um so i worked closely with a lot of people in there i did less of um, what's called back of house which is the cooking side of it um so i was more working at the register or at um, something called expo um so kind of working more towards the customers did you have a so you were at lucky penny I so was. What was what is Lucky Penny? What type of restaurant is that? Um, Lucky Penny is m- primarily pizza. That's kind of what they're known for. Um, but it's all. I mean, I think the food is delicious. Yeah. Um, it's a interesting style of dining, which I feel like hasn't been done a whole lot. Where it's all outdoor dining, and you go up to the counter and order and. It's kind of in between, um, it's not fine dining, but it's also not like fast necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's a really cool in between. Don't they wood fire their pizzas in, in big do. ovens? Like yes. 500 degrees plus? I just spent some time staring back into that oven, just <laughs> mesmerized by it, because it was like, I was a little scared, but also really intrigued. <laughs> yeah, just amazing. How, and they taste so good, don't they? Like, oh, yes. I don't know. I don't know how you put those in and then you... I'd be scared to get them back out. You know, I know they have these long paddles, but um, did you have a particular trainer at Lucky Penny? Um, the person that you want so to mention? The two managers, which were there, were um, Rio and Katie, and they were both super helpful. And I worked with both of them on different days. Um, all of the staff there is so nice and so helpful and welcoming. Um, but yeah, so Katie and Rio were kind of the main managers. Yeah. Okay. And um, how was the business? This is the first business, like actual real business that's taking money and and seeing customers. How did it feel to you as a new person, as a new employee? Did you feel welcome? Were you nervous? You know, when you walk through that door and (laughs) you see all the, I mean, they're they're busy. They're busy restaurants. You see all those people coming and going and Mm -hmm. asking for things. How did you feel? What was that first impression? Um, I felt very welcomed. I mean, of course, I was nervous because it was a new experience, but I felt very welcomed by everyone. Everyone was just so nice. And they really, you know, the whole experience was really cool and interesting to learn about, um, you know, restaurants because I had never even been inside of like a real kitchen. And so it was really, really interesting and cool to meet all those people and, you know, see their day-to-day work life. Yeah. 
how do you um, what did you learn like what skills do you think you made was there any one particular skill you go I'm going to use that at school in my life or in a future job you know from the interview to the actual things that you learned did you did you are you going to take something with you definitely it was all super helpful for um any job in the service industry later in life um which i really like now realize how important all those things are to know um so if i want a job in the service industry ever all of those skills that i learned um, will be super helpful to me. Working at the register was definitely very fun. I got to communicate with the customers, you know, learn how things behind the counter work, um, which is just totally different from when you're like ordering food. Mm -hmm. um, so it really like changes your perspective. Did you, did you get a respect, a newfound respect for the people that work in these rest busy <laughs> restaurants or at a, at a register, at a POS system? <laughs> yeah. On a sales system? Um, you know, one night I was working at what's called Expo where you're kind of trying to communicate with everyone. You're communicating with the people who are taking the food out and the people who are making the food. And I was like, wow, you don't, you know, when you're sitting at your table and you're eating your pizza, you just kind of don't realize how much goes on behind it and how much communication almost there is mm -hmm. in the... Especially at Expo. Yeah. You know, Expo is one of... I, I love that they put you on Expo because it is one of... In the restaurant business, uh, one of, uh, I'm in the restaurant business. I've built over 200 restaurants. So mm -hmm. I'm, uh, that's what I do really besides this. So... The expo station, you you're usually the one that's going. Hey, I need this pizza. It's dragging. It's not. You know, it's got five minutes. It's been it's been over five minutes, and it's got the tables asking about it. You know, and you're and you're looking and making sure that the ingredients are all right and the garnishes are right and it's the same consistent after one after another. And you all those tickets are coming at you. It's a, it's were you stressed at all? <laughs> um, there were some points where. I was like, oh, no, did I get the tickets to the right um, people and all that? But I think once kind of I got the hang of it, it was really fun. And it was a really, you know, I was packing up all the pizzas and all that. And it was really interesting and fun to, you know, It, it goes it. by so fast, doesn't it? Yes. It really goes by fast, your shift. I, uh, I put a plea out there to the because the restaurant owners like Sherry and all over Santa Barbara and all across the world are all having trouble right now finding employees. One of the worst hit businesses through the COVID and the pandemic, you know, these little independent restaurant owners, and they can't staff up a Monday lunch or a, or a Tuesday dinner because there's just not enough staff and they can't find them. So would you go into this business? I don't know what you want to go into. You can tell me, but would you encourage others your age? I think it's the best job in college. You make hundreds of dollars a night for about four hours. You can make a lot of money and work three or four days a week, and it's the best job. So I'm putting a plea out there for people like you, you know, people your age, to go into the hospitality business. Work at a restaurant. You're going to meet the best people in your entire life. You'll be friends for life. But go, would you recommend? Oh, definitely. And I think um, I even got an offer from the one of the managers. They were like, when you're 16, you can come back. You already have some experience. So it'll be very a lot easier to get a job with um, Lucky Penny because you already have some. And mm -hmm. it was really fun. And um, I can imagine myself working, I mean, even within Acme, but also with not um, just doing that because it's a good way to spend your time. Mm -hmm. um, 
You meet a lot yeah. of fun people on both sides of the counter uh, or the table. Mm -hmm. Ara, I think you have a future career with Darren as a communications person. Yeah, You're yeah, very good at good. Right, well isn't you? Eh? Yeah. Very well spoken. What do you really want to do? Have you, do you have an idea yet? Um, I mean, it's still pretty early, so. No, no, no. <laughs> Decide right now, and that's all you're ever going to be. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to <laughs> it. By the way, you should change careers about three or four times. <laughs> uh, I recommend. I don't know if you guys would recommend that to your students. Well, I thought it as a bombman, so. Yeah. Here we go. That, and it's hard to get to be a barman. It's, that's where everybody wants to go. It yep. takes a while to get there. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, it's just experiencing things um, is really what I would like to do. Um, so whether that's in hospitality or just in whatever, just, you know, build up experience. Do you have a, something you're leaning towards that you really like? What do you like? To um, wow, it's really early to <laughs> decide. You but like a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know. I think just trying different things in high school, college, and really landing on what I am passionate about, which um, doing this job, you know, again, was just another experience that I can reflect on for. Mm-hmm. Different things. That's great. Well, we got to take a commercial, Ara, but before I let you go, we're going to come back to you. I want to meet Adam and Mateo uh, and, and hear about their experience, and then, you know, we'll come back. But I do, if you could answer this for me, what was the, the best lesson that you learned, you know, in one sentence, and what was the hardest lesson that you learned through those um, few days? Best would probably be, I think, just um, learning how much goes on behind the scenes, because... Um, I just learned so much from so many people and learning about what happens that even you can't see. Um, and maybe the hardest lesson was not everything goes perfectly all the time. Uh, sometimes there's a mistake. Sometimes people, people can't always be happy. And so just figuring out how to make people happy with, you know, <laughs> by... You know, I don't really know the right word, but um, yeah, collaborating yeah, yeah. with them. Good. Very good. Um, Career Studies Week is back. Santa Barbara Middle School. My special guest today in studio, Ara, Mateo, Adam, and Marco Andrade, Spanish instructor, music, song fest, and trip staff, and Darren Bruce, communications director on the development team at the Santa Barbara Middle School. We will be right back. We're going to talk with Adam. Adam worked at uh, La Paloma. For further information on Acme Hospitality, please visit acmehospitality.com and you can follow them on Instagram at Lucky Penny SB, at Helena Avenue Bakery, and La Paloma SB. And for further information on the Santa Barbara Middle School, please visit sbms.org. Career Studies Week at the Santa Barbara Middle School. We'll be right back. We specialize in the middle school years. Our graduates are compassionate leaders, problem solvers, and global thinkers. Most of our alumni say that SBMS was their most formative, positive, and powerful educational experience. We challenge students to develop life skills in all areas with the stability of a safe and nurturing community. Leadership, self-advocacy, creative problem solving, compassion for others, and global awareness are just a few of the traits that distinguish our graduates.
Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are a girl named Tom. Go to girlnametom.com to hear more of our music buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show. To the Jeremiah Show, we are talking with the Santa Barbara Middle School Career Studies Week uh, future, God, future world leaders. Really, right? I'm not saying. Am I not putting too much pressure on you, Emma? Tail, you look a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you can handle it. I know. No, Ari can handle it. Adam, let's get to know you a little bit. Did you grow up in Santa Barbara? No, actually, I moved here about three years ago from Telluride, Colorado. Oh wow! I was living off and on there and in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You guys were almost neighbors, and you didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, they were the same state before us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Ira, I forgot to ask you, did you grow up in Santa Barbara? I did. You did? Okay. Adam, so what do you think of Santa Barbara? Was it was that was it hard for you? Was it culture shock? Or? No, not really. I've lived and gotten to see a lot of different cultures. I actually mm. really enjoy it here. It's super beautiful, and it's a big difference in um, the climate. Like mm. in Philadelphia, there's a bunch of different climates. You don't really get to see one tell you right it's really snowy yeah um, and then here it's basically just sunny and beautiful all the time it is isn't it I, yeah. I was talking to someone today that's up in spokane washington and they were talking about the this three feet of snow on the ground and they're tired of winter and it just started and i thought yeah. i thought and then they ask you know what's it like there <laughs> i feel guilty do you feel guilty to tell people how great it is here not really because <laughs> most people that i know actually enjoy the snow um, like, for instance, my dad, he's a big backcountry skier, so he's always so jealous when he sees, like, feet of snow in mm-hmm. one night. He always wants to get out there. He's actually out skiing right now yeah. as we speak. Mm-hmm. So. Did your dad always love, like, the wilderness more than a city, like, in the outdoors? Uh, 
No, not particularly. He did love skiing, but he um, he's lived in Philadelphia most of his life as well. Okay, Suburbs, so city, but yeah. not mainly in the city. Yeah. But still, he really enjoys the community and social aspects. Do you he's miss your friends social. from the city? Yeah, um, I still in, am in touch with them. Not the, so much the ones from Telluride, but I still get to talk to them once in a while. And we've gone back to visit most of those places a couple times. So, Are you yourself, you seem to me um, that you're very interested in people and travel and do you read a lot are you a, i actually don't read that much no so you're just a smart guy because <laughs> you seem like a really like worldly wise guy Thank you know like you you're you got a good grasp on life already <laughs> thanks what so you worked at um la paloma yeah for chef jeremy how was that it was great i got to see a lot of different aspects of acme hospitality what did you do for them uh, I did a lot of different things. I started off as um, hosting. Selena really helped me out with that. I got to learn about Resi, which is an app that they use for reservations mm -hmm. and table numbers and everything. Well, you th that's a pretty complicated system. Did mm -hmm. you like it? Yeah, I actually enjoyed it a lot. It was probably my favorite part. Um, what did you like about it? I don't know. Most like mostly just getting to meet the people that come in there for dinner mm -hmm. and then getting to like sit them down and everything it was really cool so how long were you there for i mean all of you you answered this i think Ara, but were you there like five days seven yeah. days monday through friday monday through friday so not a long time there to learn the whole business but y you definitely i'm sure picked up some yeah. skills that you 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 know you love resi mm -hmm. that's a great system um when you were there those five days, were all five days like incoming, like I'm I'm just gonna pay I just I'm just gonna pay attention to mm -hmm. what I'm being taught? Or did you start to feel comfortable and then think, I got a couple ideas for him? <laughs> well, um I did start to get more and more comfortable as the days went on. The mm -hmm. first day I wasn't too worried about it. I got to learn a lot, like how to set tables during pre shift. And then I got to um, talk with the general manager and managers and the chef and all the workers there. I got to meet a lot of the waiters. Um, so what, what does a general manager do? General manager, he kind of manages the restaurant itself and the, um, the ordering food, and like making sure financial things are in line, things mm -hmm. like that. And then the manager kind of almost do what waiters and support people would do and they kind of just help around the restaurant and then also help the general manager um yeah how about the chef did you get to spend time with chef jeremy i didn't i got to talk to him for a little while but i didn't really do one-on-one -on -one time with him i was mainly in the front in of the house dining stuff room. Yeah. yeah um did you observe the kitchen at all when what I would be, like, let's kitchen? say I was um, filling water or something for a table, I did get to watch what was went going on in there. I didn't actually get to do anything in the kitchen, um, but it was cool to see what was happening. Which position do you think you would like the most if you were high, like, if you went back at, and, and applied, where would you like to work? Well, I definitely enjoyed hosting, and then I didn't get to see the full side of waiting and serving, but I did get to shadow two waiter servers named Dante and Miles. Mm -hmm. So it was cool to shadow them. Those guys. I like how you have all the terminology down already. Mm -hmm. Shadow. <laughs> you know what a general manager does. I'm actually pretty impressed by that. <laughs> um, very, very cool. What You said you like hosting. What did you like about that? To me, that expo and hosting 
are the two most important jobs in the restaurant, mm-hmm. but they're the least trained usually. Yeah. And I don't want to hear from you if you're the chef or the general manager. Don't call me. Don't email me. <laughs> Hosts and your expo control the flow. They control the revenue, how many people you let in, if you seat. Did you learn any lessons like you got a four top and you put a two on there? What happens? Uh, not really. I didn't learn specifics like that, but well, I did learn Let's like, put it this numbers. way. If you go in and you have dinner there, you're spending $45, $50. So is your date, so is your you know friends. They're all going to spend a certain amount of money. It's called a per-person average. Oh, yes, now, I did put, learn about this, actually. You did? Yeah. So if you put a, a two-people two on a four-top, what happens? And it's how long are they there for usually about in your experience? an hour, an hour and a half. Okay. So that table is tied up for an hour and a half, and, if, and it's meant for four, but you put two. What do you lose? Revenue. Yeah. Look at this. You guys are leaders. <laughs> I love it. Um, you learned a lot in five days. That's very... I think I've had some staff that have worked for me for 10 years and didn't learn that much. <laughs> um, what did you dislike about the restaurant business without, you know, I don't want you to bad off anybody, but what did you personally not like that you had to do? Well, it is very, there's a lot going on, so yeah. it's very challenging. Um, Art, his friend name's Arturo, he, was, he does support, and it was great to shadow him and everything. I prefer most likely wouldn't enjoy support that much mm-hmm. it's because it is very challenging not that's not the reason but there is so much going on and you can kind of you're basically just getting told what to do all the time you don't really get to do what you would like to do and mm-hmm. like so be social with the customers and everything um it you're is supporting n- everybody your staff yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. you get to be very social with the staff but not really with the customers um, and I'm, I like being social, so that's one thing that I wouldn't enjoy. Is that why you like being a host? Yeah. And running the Probably. front stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're running, I mean, it, it, but that is very complicated. How many people did you have, were you quoting accurate wait times and all things like that? Were you, did you have a lot of people in front of you? Did anybody get angry and say, where's my table? Uh, no, luckily that didn't happen with me. Um, I didn't, I wasn't, I only got to sit like myself about, probably 10 tables without the other person, without my shadow person watching me. Um, like, let's say they were sit- seating somebody and I was just standing at the front waiting and then somebody walked up. I was allowed to go and seat somebody, so I enjoyed that. I never really had a problem with any of the customers, which was pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only did hosting for half a day anyway, so mm-hmm. I didn't get to experience the full side of the spectrum. But What was the most stressful moment for you? Ooh, I actually surprisingly didn't have very many stressful moments. Mm. Um, I kind of, because I wasn't doing the full part of every job, I didn't have the stress, like the normal job stress. I kind of could just flow and follow along. Um, And if, like, somebody was in the, let's say the person I was shadowing had to go do something that I couldn't do, like maybe carry an alcoholic drink from the bar to a table, um, I could maybe be standing there and then somebody else would come up to me and ask me if I needed to do anything. Mm. So um, I also learned a lot of cool skills. Like I learned how to do certain folds with napkins. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so I taught my parents how to do that, nice. um, which is actually more fun than it sounds. It, no, it is fun. The skills you're about to list, I'm sure, are in hospitality, right? Barman, host, um, you know, at the, at the POS, serving, busing. 
you use all those skills. I always tell everybody, you're, you're going to use those the rest of your life at dinner parties. You're going to mm. be able to, hey, let's fold up these cool napkins and, right, for yeah. your friends. Mm-hmm. What else did you learn? Um, I got to observe the bar. I didn't actually get to go behind it because technically that's illegal. But I got to observe what happens behind there, and it's a lot harder than it looks. Those guys are master mixologists, yeah. those guys that work that bar. They mm-hmm. really know their stuff. Jorge was the one person I was mainly shadowing that day. It was, I think, my last day on Friday mm-hmm. that I did that. Uh, no, Thursday. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed doing that as well. He let me make my own drink after every, the, after every but most people had left. Yeah, non-alcoholic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to throw that disclaimer in there for you. Um, where, like, is there was there a piece of advice or mm. anything that you that that you're like I'm gonna remember that or or a uh, well something that my you general manager Derek Clune taught me a lot of things about the restaurant business and I really enjoyed getting to talk to him as well. I got to see what he does on a day-to-day basis and then also I kind of got to see how much goes into that kind of job and what he has to deal with every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave me a lot of pieces of advice so it would be really hard to pick one. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good that you got a lot of advice, mm-hmm. things that you'll they'll come up as you need them, hopefully through life. Do you like this program? Yeah. Why did you go into this program? <laughs> well. I wouldn't say we exactly had a choice. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Adam's always honest. That's what I love about him. Uh, we got to choose a kind of what you could say like a category. So food, retail, um, animals, education. And then we would rank those on things that we would like to do the most. And then we could suggest places that we would like to work at. But they, Marco over here and a lot of other people did most of the work and they got us, they called certain jobs, mm-hmm. they got us into those jobs, made sure that the hours would work, everything. Um, so, yeah. Do you think you would work in the hospitality business or do you, Definitely, what do you want to do? I wouldn't see myself, I'm going to be completely honest, doing it when I'm older, like really old, but high school, college, I would totally love to work great at money. Acme. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, so and you really continue to yeah, skill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's just be clear. Really old is like 28. <laughs> 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 well, I don't recommend. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to come back. Mateo, man, you've been so patient over there. Should we say we're saving the best for last? Don't tell them. (laughs) We'll be right back with Mateo, uh, and we're going to find out what he learned at Helena Avenue Bakery. And we're talking to uh, future leaders from uh, Santa Barbara Middle School, Career Week, Acme Hospitality, sponsored this year, acmehospitality.com, and follow them on Instagram. You can go to uh, acmehospitality.com and find all the social handles. And for more information on the Santa Barbara Middle School, please visit sbms.org. We will be right back. We specialize in the middle school years. Our unique diamond program sets the stage for the magic to happen. Serving approximately 175 students, our educational environment facilitates academic achievement while also bolstering all aspects of a child's well-being. Our diamond curriculum has four main components, academics, outdoor education, creative arts and sports, and community. It is designed to fortify the intellectual, physical, social, and emotional vitality of the whole child. You can find out more at sbms.org. 
hates me and I hate your mom Cause you can't chew what you bit off So I, I'm cleaning up the mess that you made Your words like stones and sticks And your two, two, two is my six, six, six Which heaven knows I tried to fix Cause I Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your loved home. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We are talking with Santa Barbara Middle School, uh, Ara, Adam, Mateo, Darren, Mark. Uh, everybody's here in the studio today with us. Um, Mateo, tell me about your experience. Uh, what is Helena Avenue Bakery? All right. Um, so basically, um, it's like it's a bakery. We serve everything from like. Um, dishes such as like well I like all our dishes since like our avocado toast isn't just avocado toast it's like avocado toast with um like I don't know they just like make something special to it it's just not like plain yeah like if you go to well, something else the bread's baked there right there's yeah, probably I don't know what they put on it but I've the seen it really it good. looks good yeah. all like olive oil probably on the bread and pepper and really salt yeah uh, did you try everything at Helena uh, Avenue was yeah well what I liked is um, <laughs> after the day was done I got to take home all the pastry I got to take home most of the pastries <laughs> that weren't sold because and did you get to eat all of those or did you share um well most of my friends that were working in the area we'd go meet up at some place and then it was cool because I like they got to try all different types of my like the place that I was working from all the pastries bunch of different types it's fun. do you like uh, it sounds like you like restaurants and uh-huh. food and are you like would you consider yourself a foodie 
a little bit, yeah. yeah. I like going to different restaurants and stuff. And um, what's the craziest thing you've ever had? Craziest thing I ever had. <laughs> 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 That's a hard one. Uh -oh. I don't know. What are some of your favorite Just, restaurants besides Helena Avenue Bakery and all of the Acme Hospitality restaurants? <laughs> well, right now, um, just this weekend, we went to Las Vegas and we went to All You Could Eat Sushi, which was really good. <laughs> Did you go out there just for All You Could Eat Sushi to Las um, Vegas? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what position did, did you try? Were you in all the positions as well at, at um, Helena Avenue? Yeah, I basically or? just did whatever, like, um, I'd serve people their food, like, sometimes make coffees. Um, yeah, um, sometimes made, like, I made some stuff in the bakery or in the back. I'd, like, help make Pop-Tarts, which oh, wow. is really cool. You actually got to work in the kitchen. Uh-huh, I got to work in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. and then. Did I, you like that? Yeah, it was fun. Well, being a foodie, do you ever th consider, like, Going into being a sh becoming a chef one day, or I think that would be cool. It's like I like to. My dad cooks like really good meals. Um, I and like to help him sometimes make the uh, food. And you, your mom is uh, she's a musician, or mm -hmm. she's in the music business in a way. With, yeah. What's her business? Um, Yellowbird Music, and Yellowbird Music. Yeah, that's a good name. She helps. Um, she like starts kids at a young age mm -hmm. she helps them like she gets them into music then when they're like older like it, it goes from like babies to toddlers then maybe when they like reach like five six they come back take piano lessons ukulele um you said it right nobody ever says it right uh, <laughs> then um, your mom wouldn't let you get away with it if no. you said it wrong huh? <laughs> <laughs> um and what's she even has um I forget what it's called. Like a uh, accordion kind yeah, of thing? Accordion yeah, accordion um, lessons, which is really cool, and voice lessons. So are you? do you play a mu uh, musical instrument? Or? I play the piano. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. Did you go through that when, as your mom's son? Yeah. She took you through what yeah. she takes the other uh -huh. kids through? That's she very did. cool, though. Uh -huh. Did you like learning music? I know that's off topic from Helena Avenue Bakery, but did you like... Uh, learning music at a young age. I think it's cool because, like, I'd always like to listen to, like, my songs. Like, I'd watch Star Wars, and then I'd go in and say, can you please teach me how to play, like, um, like this uh, Star Wars theme song? And she'd be like that. And then I'd, I'd be constantly playing it at home mm. until my mom would be like, turn that off. <laughs> you have an artistic <laughs> mind, don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, like you like music, you like food and the way it's put together. Mm -hmm. and, um, that's very, very good quality. The um, Helena Avenue Bakery, did you, you are in this program at the Santa Barbara Middle School. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's such an incredible program that you guys go through. W did you want to go work at Helena Avenue Bakery? Well, like, or were you nervous? Um, my first day, like, um, actually, I haven't heard it. Like, I got assigned that place because I put down food first, and I was, like, curious about it. I've never heard about it first. So, um, first thing I did was search it up, Then I saw the food they made, which looked really good. Then I came in first day at 7 o'clock, and I met all the workers, 
Um, Seven. Oh, you had the early job. Yeah, like you guys probably got to go in later, right, Adam and Art? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I worked from seven to twelve, and then um, early shift. That's yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, like there was like rushes, like bunch of people came in on Friday. I remember it was probably our busiest day that I worked. Then usually it was more busy in the morning than the afternoon. Um, do you want to work? Yeah, um, I... All, all of you guys, do you want want to work? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really like making money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh... <laughs> they were not paid. I know you weren't paid. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was going to put the disclaimer out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but in general, did this give you, all of you, did this give you a, um, a kind of a peek into, uh, like, a, a desire to want to go into a working mm-hmm. profession, at least to make some extra money? I thought this would be, um, I w- like, from this experience, I really like working with food now. Like, it's just fun. I like to talk to the customers, um, like, just, like, serve people their stuff and, like, have them go, like, whoa. Like, um, like mm-hmm. their expression when I deliver the food, they're like, oh, my God, this looks so good or whatever. It's like, such an honor to uh-huh. be able to feed people, right? So yeah. I told you it was going to be my dinger that went off, if anybody. <laughs> Everybody else turned off their phone except for the host. That's great. Um, but the, it's a really uh, honor. It's a big honor. Mm-hmm. It's very cool that someone allows you. They come and see you and they sit down and you get to serve them and feed them. Mm-hmm. It's an honor. It's not a. It's not a, a bad thing to serve someone. I think we should all serve each other, right? And and um, and then to feed them. You know, you're mm-hmm. they're taking in food that you prepared. Mm-hmm. It's a great. It's a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite part of? Yeah. What you went through. The hardest part for me was bringing out the coffee, like because my hands shake so much without <laughs> spilling it. I'd bring it out on a tray, yeah. or just, yeah. I'd bring it out on a tray. Sometimes just um, one coffee at a time, or like two coffees. It was like hard. We hand. come back and I'll teach you how to hold five uh-huh. plates in one hand and <laughs> That's coffee. What they taught me one time. Oh, did, did you learn uh-huh. that? It's hard. You like? Did you do it? One plate. Um, I practiced, but I don't think I was ready yet. No. So I wanted to ask here, we've got to thank you, uh, Mateo. Thank you so much for, for sharing your experience. Um, and all three of you are on Adam. We've got to wrap it up here. Um, but I wanted to add, kind of leave with a couple questions. I was looking up, I always hear that we're short-staffed, that nobody wants to work anymore. No one's going out and getting jobs, right, of your age. And I, I hear that. But I've never sat down with three people your age and talked to, to you about that. And... Um, I was looking at there's statistics. Here we are in math class now. Sixteen uh, percentage of teenagers, sixteen to nineteen, who are enrolled in school and working in the United States, dropped from twenty six percent to seventeen percent in the last thirty five years. Why do you guys think that is? Do you? I mean, do you talk to your friends about working, or do they not want to work? Are they? Are you guys doing different things? Well, like what's happening? Um. Uh, well, something I heard from COVID, like, a bunch of people stopped working because, like, you get those, like, home checks or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're really called. Stimulus checks? Yeah, mm-hmm. stimulus checks. Uh, like, um, Did you get one? <laughs> Did you get one, Adam? <laughs> but one, th- like, people stopped working. Either. Probably because, like, they're actually really good checks because my aunt's friend, um, she doesn't work at all. Don't give out her name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, exactly. Um, 
and she actually got a house, like just like with the stimulus check. Wow! I was like, breaking like, news! Big, breaking like, news! It's like a full acre. So you think there's uh, more reasons not to work to go to work? Mm-hmm. But, but but I talked to the three of you. You guys are entrepreneurial. You're you're uh, you know you're you're learning. You want to learn and you want to get out there and and work. Do you, or do you? Am I putting words? Yeah? yeah. You all want to work. It um, seems like. My sister, she works and um, to make money, and I think mm, I think my friends also are interested in getting jobs and just being able to make money um, and you know invest that kind yeah. of towards your future or use it whenever. But um, I'm interested in working during high school um, because I think it's a really good opportunity. Yeah, do you feel like your friends, your peers, think that way as well? Or do you hear, are there reasons why people aren't working like they used to? I think we're also given a lot, yeah. and we don't realize how hard it is to earn certain things. So it's so easier we to go say. Into, we, get, we get older, and we don't realize how it's hard to earn what you need to live. And you're always given so much at such a little age that you don't really know that for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, if the three of you are in the indication about the future, I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Future leaders, like we, like they said, and I read it here. Someone said it. Um, <laughs> would you rather be an influencer or have a real job, quote unquote? Um, I'm just joking. He's <laughs> 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 like, depends on how much it pays. Um, you can answer that though, or I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> you had a question, Darren, that you wanted to ask about the what what they. The hours you work twenty five hours, right? Mm-hmm. Required in this program, and then it goes to what's the next step? Yeah, they have. The, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, twenty five hours uh, is what we asked uh, of them, and that's what they asked of the businesses. And so all the businesses that you know step forward, Acme, of course, and all the others, uh, you know, Blenders in the Grass and Bicycle Bobs, and all these wonderful businesses. Um, you know, just really want to thank them and put out a lot of gratitude for that. Uh, and the reason for that is um, because uh, they're technically still in school. But their teachers are involved in parent-teacher conferences that whole week where mm-hmm. we actually um, are bringing each student in for a half hour, their favorite thing in the world, to sit down with all of their teachers, five different <laughs> Which teachers. Which one do you like better, radio, doing radio shows or <laughs> sitting down? <laughs> right? You know, so five different teachers and their parents, every uh, junior high kid's favorite thing to do, um, and, and evaluate and, and go over, you know, their, their academics and, and where they're at there. Uh, but the rest of that week, uh, we need to engage them. And so the sixth and seventh grade are engaged all over the community. Uh, as a whole, doing lots of learning about jobs, lots of interviews, working on resumes and how to put that together. They went to the harbor. They went and visited Marburg to learn about, you know, recycling and and uh, and waste management. Um, there was all kinds. Of, uh, they worked with the Bucket Brigade. Um, did some mm. work at Ealing's Park. Eighth graders, we put them into, you know, um, into jobs of participating, you know, um, places of business that'll take them for 25 hours that week. And then our ninth graders, they work in nonprofits like Heritage House and um, and Friendship Manor and and other places where they can actually spend some time um, working with these. Um, businesses that really are in doing some uh, amazing work and they're actually shooting for like Darren said 50 to 60 hours throughout the year Mm. so 25 hours during this week uh, right before Thanksgiving which is when they worked and then uh, the ninth graders will continue working at those places through the year so you guys recommend this program yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, you liked it enjoyed it yeah it was so nice to meet all of you it really was it was was great do you want to say any final words to your friends to your family do you want to have anybody follow you or 
<laughs> put out your social stuff or any contact or no? I actually <laughs> have zero social media. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Adam. Adam's cool. No social media. That's good. <laughs> all right. Guys, any other final words besides a thank you to all the people that participated? And Yeah, just a big shout out to, to Acme for uh, hosting these these three young future leaders um, during the Chris Studies Weeks, yeah. Chris Chris Studies Week, and, and yeah. yeah, and the other. I'm getting time tied now. I know, I know. I, I, <laughs> and I, I there's had to look at it every time. Yeah, and the uh, over a hundred other businesses in town that, that yeah. took all of our students on. It was really, really something else. Thank you to all of you who did that. Anybody who's lit, everybody who's listening. For further information on Acme Hospitality, please visit them at acmehospitality.com. And for the Santa Barbara Middle School, please visit sbms.org. I want to thank uh, Marco and Darren and uh, Ara and Mateo and Adam. Thank you guys all so much for coming in. Communicate, but listen more and evolve. <laughs> Have a great week. Hi, everybody. I'm Billy Vera, and I'm here to tell you about my memoir. My memoir is called Harlem to Hollywood, and it's available at Amazon and just about anywhere great books or even lousy books are sold. But mine's a good one, and I think you'll enjoy it. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. 
communicate, listen more, and evolve. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, The Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.